Dear listeners, welcome to episode 8 of Thinking Psychologist. Till now what we have seen is how human minds work, how there's a hidden personality into our mind molding our behavior and actions into doing something that he wants us to do. And the psychologist across the globe hinting towards how do we take control of our thoughts. <clears throat> Not just that, we've been delving deeper into once you are speaking to an audience what is the audience thinking about as well as we have delved into the idea of how human beings are purely emotional and we base our decisions on the rational basis in today's episode we're going to take the game up a notch and we're going to be delving deeper into the topic of lucid dreaming There's so much hue and cry and buzz around what lucid dreaming is all about. So we have been lucky to have an expert on the show today. His name is Peter and he's been practicing lucid dreaming for ages now. He comes from Hungary. And without further ado, we would like to invite Peter to the show. And Peter, welcome to the show and please if you could brief us about who you are, what do you do and that that would be really helpful for the listeners. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for inviting me. So, I'm Peter Torok, I'm from Hungary, um and I've got a background in uh, finance and business studies and uh, also teaching mathematics, but since 2010 I've been dealing with lucid dreaming a lot and um for me it started uh with reading a book and uh I read about lucid dreaming and that somehow brought back a memory. and this memory was um, uh, a special kind of altered states of uh, consciousness when i was a teenager uh, which at the time didn't know what what was it just uh, i i found myself um, outside of my body and then i i woke up from that and i was really scared and didn't know what to do with it and no one could really explain it and so i buried this experience and for for a long time i didn't have anything like that again so when in 2010 when i was reading this book then it explained that i had a lucid dream and that was an out of body experience and uh, reading that somehow triggered this memory or i don't really know what happened but then i started to have regular lucid dreams almost every day and uh, i became fascinated with the uh, the topic and i read about consciousness and the mind a lot and then i began to create my own meditation techniques to induce these lucid dreams uh whenever i want to and uh, i got to the point when i was able to enter a lucid dream directly from meditation so that looks like um the way you can imagine that is that you you lie down you're you're very very relaxed and uh your body falls asleep but your mind remains conscious so you go directly from wakefulness into a lucid dream or into an out of body experience so so you don't lose consciousness so that's uh kind of my main technique and um and then i started sharing my experiences and people asked me that why don't i teach this and then gradually over time i became a teacher of lucid dreaming and I've created courses and I do retreats and one-to-ones and I'm not teaching uh, maths anymore I'm just teaching lucid dreaming. 
Fantastic, Peter. Thank you for that short introduction. You know, this this topic of lucid dreaming has been around for a while now. And, uh, you know, what, what I wanted to ask is, uh, first of all, what is dreaming? Uh, you know, uh, let me rephrase it. What is the difference between dreaming and lucid dreaming? So, <clears throat> that's, the, uh, that's a good question because many people associate lucid dreaming with the idea that they somehow decide what they want to think about, what, what, sorry, they decide in advance what they want to dream about, and then they dream about that. And that's not lucid dreaming. That's dream incubation. And lucid dreaming is the ability to realize while you are dreaming that it's not real. You're realizing that it is a dream. You're not in the physical world, but somewhere in the world of your mind. And then with that kind of awareness, you can step out of the narrative of the dream story and you can self-reflect and make decisions as if you were in wakeful life. So, for example, if, you, if a nightmare is happening to you, you can just stop and say, oh, this is not real, this is just a dream. I, I don't have to run from my attacker. I can even you know, fight him or her, or I can even just make, make it completely disappear and do something else. So you regain your self-awareness, the same self-awareness that you have in wakeful life. And that's lucid dreaming. And of course, it has different levels and it's important to get the levels because so you can have a very uh, small amount of lucidity, just enough that you recognize that uh, something is off, this is not real. And maybe because of that, you're not so emotionally involved. And you can extend that lucidity to that level when you can completely make everything go away, what you're dreaming about, and just create anything you want to dream about. So you can create your own world or objects or people. So there's a difference between the level of awareness. And with the level of awareness comes a different amount of control as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, Peter, what what you're implying is that uh, you know, if uh, if I go into a state of lucid dreaming, I have a control over my dreams. I can create my own world inside my dreams. Sounds very much like Inception, isn't it? Yes, it's pretty much the same. Except of course, Inception has these sci-fi elements of fighting and danger, and of course, in real life, that's not true. So you're not gonna get stuck in a dream and stuff you are in control so that's the whole point of lucidity means clear mind so you have the awareness and you have the power to either continue with the lucid dream or just wake up anytime you want so, but still i can go inside and create my own world inside a lucid dream yes yes if you get to that point of awareness where you can have a reasonable time inside keeping that awareness because sometimes especially in the beginning these lucid dreams tend to be short but with practice yes you can just stop in the middle of the dream make anything disappear that you don't want and then you can just have this clear white area around you and you can fill it up with buildings or, or a forest or whatever you want so it's up to your imagination you can create that world so you know and is 
can everyone have this lucid dreaming kind of a experience or is it very chosen like a psychic kind of a people can only have it and and you know i will also like to understand what's the science behind lucid dreaming if you could shed some light on this so according to statistics most people have one or two lucid dreams accidentally during their life yeah so it's not something that uh, that's reserved for a select few it happens naturally but normally we don't know what to do with it or we don't know how it happened but you can also train to have more lucid dreams and of course it's a bit with with everything that if you have the specific brain structure maybe you have talent then it will be easier for you to do the training but still with with lots of training everyone can do it i believe um, maybe not everyone believes that but i believe with proper training anyone can do it and what was your second question second was about the is there is there a scientific backing to lucid dreaming have there been certain research done around this particular fact yes the, the scientific research has been there for over 50 years so there are many ways to prove lucid dreaming uh, for example you can go into the sleep lab and um, they put the eeg on your on your mind and then they will measure which brain waves you're showing and uh, for example one of the ways to do it is that lucid dreamers can communicate with the outside world by signs by moving their eyeballs to left and right and that way they can signal to the researchers that they are conscious and they can communicate like that and at the same time the eeg is showing the brain waves which actually prove that they are in a dream and there of course there are other waves like the gamma brain waves which are associated in the state so 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 yeah so the researchers can can see that the brain is in sleeping mode but at the same time that the dreamer is communicating with the outside by consciously moving their eyeballs so that's one way that they proved that lucid dreaming was real in the beginning but how is this even possible that a person is in a lucid dreaming state so he's in a dream state like the body is not functioning but your mind is aware and but still he's communicating to the outside world so you know isn't that you know like two levels of awareness that a person has or or how does that work yes it's two levels of awareness because it's a hybrid state so so you have the brain waves of a normal dreamer but you also have the brain waves of an awake person so certain areas of of your brain which are naturally turned off while dreaming are activated when you're lucid dreaming so you have both awake brain state and dreaming brain state and it's a hybrid state so that that way you can sometimes even move your hands a little bit or your eyeballs while you are dreaming so you're in between and is it possible to share a dream as well you know coming back to inception again because i am an you know in in no wise on this topic but is it possible to you know two people sharing a same dream a lucid lucid dream kind of a state is that a possibility so now you're asking a spiritual question so uh the way i stand i try to look at lucid dreaming as uh, something scientific but with an open mind for metaphysical interpretations and uh 
well that's you know if you believe in the spiritual and other dimensions and you know telepathic connections then i think lucid dreaming is one of the best ways to to explore this because you're in in a kind of mind state or, or dimension or whatever that state is in which there are no boundaries you can create what you want so um in my experience and with my students there are many stories in which they could connect to another person through a dream but of course uh, these states have or these experiences have not been verified these are stories so so there are multiple ways that i have heard as well where people go into these uh, you know lucid dream kind of a state one of them is also about consuming a lot of uh, you know hallucination subjects uh, you know substances and drugs as well to get into that state is is that true is that something that's happening as well well you know drugs always put you in altered states of consciousness artificially so that that already includes that you're not in control the the drug pushes you into a state so whatever is happening you it's happening to you and you're not you're not creating it so i i would personally stay away from drugs because we don't know how we're going to react we don't know how to stop like a psychedelic experience and and lucid dreaming is about developing control over your mind so so with lucid dreaming you you give yourself the power to step in and out of these states you not just randomly you know take something and then trust that you have either a good trip or a bad trip and who knows what happens so i i don't know i don't have the experience with such uh, substances so i don't know how exactly uh they are alike to lucid dreaming uh, according to these um uh you know the stories that people tell me it's it's not the same it's always somehow different and uh do you want me to tell you uh, like fundamental ways in which we can learn the lucid dreaming the the techniques is that what you want to ask yeah so the next question that i wanted to ask is you know uh if i you know i find this topic really interesting and i want to know is there a shortcut method that if i go to sleep tonight i can experience lucid dreaming or is there a a shortcut tip or trick that you can tell me that could help yeah a shortcut is having a really really strong intention and motivation that you want to become lucid because you know lucid dreaming is about working with your mind and the intention and your you know your motivation have powerful effects so if if you were to become obsessed with lucid dreaming and really want to lucid dream and you can hold that intention while you are falling asleep tonight you're giving yourself a really high chance of becoming lucid so so just when you go to bed close your eyes and just have that that concept as your last thought as you as you drift off into sleep like you know i i realize that i am dreaming like this is a dream i'm going to i'm going to self reflect and check so you just keep saying those affirmations to you and that's one of the shortcuts and the other ways that you were talking about how do you how do we get into that state so i i think there are fundamentally two major ways in which one can approach lucid dreaming and within those two ways that there are variations so the first one is called 
that dream induced method which is um, most often uh, recommended for beginners and that means that during your day you stop multiple times and you question your reality you question whether you are in a wakeful life or in a dream and this is called a reality check so let's say every hour you stop and self-reflect and you look around you check where you are where you came from what you've done like five minutes before and and you and you try self-reflecting is this reasonable can can this can this be happening and you and in a good way to do it it's a classic way to to count your fingers because in the dream for some reason we tend to have either more fingers than we should or they look weird and wobbly and strange we don't know why that happens so if you check many times during the day you count your fingers and and at the same time you do a proper real self-reflection, self like you're really questioning your reality, then if you do that many times, then there's a high chance that sooner or later this will come up in your dream. So you will dream about doing a self-reflection and you will dream about seeing your hands and if you've got, let's say, six fingers, then it will be like an aha moment, like, oh wow, like six fingers, that's, that's not possible, I must be dreaming. And then you become lucid. So mm -hmm. that's the first way. First way is many reality checks during the day. That's the first way. And uh, of course, there's the way that I told you, going to sleep by, while holding the intention of becoming lucid. You can do the two at the same time. And, and there's a completely other way, which is the, the wake-induced lucid dreaming. And that means you're going into the lucid dream from wakefulness. There's a technique that uh, I explained at the beginning. That's my favorite technique. So I'm going. You know, could you, could you elaborate on that technique again, please? Yeah, yeah, From sure. Wakeful so, streaming. yeah, wakeful. That means that you need to learn to meditate. It's really there's no other way. You have to learn to calm your mind and calm your thoughts. And, and when you can do that, you can lie down. And the best way to do it is about after about five to six hours of sleep. So you wake up at dawn and uh, you spend maybe 15 minutes um, with uh, strengthening your intention that you want to stay in the present moment and you want to have a clear mind and you want to become conscious. So you're building your motivation and at the same time, maybe do some breathing and then you have calmed your mind and you, you lie down and you continue with the meditation and the aim of this meditation that that you know your mind gets really really calm really like preferably no thoughts and uh, if, if you can do that long enough then sooner or later your brain will begin to sh to shift into dreaming mode but because you were conscious you were meditating your mind stays awake and and then as the brain turns off the body then you might experience this uh, special vibrating state that many people talk about i have that as well and um, sometimes you hear this sound as well i don't hear any sounds but some people do and and when you do that that means you're on the borderline 
of, of dreaming and, and wakefulness. And then you kind of have to learn to ride that wave and do an exit technique. So if you're feeling that vibration, that means you're in between wakefulness and dreaming. And then you can either go in to the dream um, by seeing these uh, beginning dreamlike images. You just focus on them and you just suddenly you're in a dream and like VR, really like you're inside. Or what can also happen is that you start feeling this dreaming body, which, which feels like an energy duplicate of your physical body. And if you become aware of that, then you will be able to do little movements, which is called an exit strategy. And then you, let's say you begin, begin to roll. And, and if you do that in the right moment, then it's not your physical body that rolls, but this energy body or this dreaming body that will roll. And then you can sort of separate from the from your physical body with this energy body and roll out or or float out. There are many ways to do that. And then if all goes well, then you find yourself in the room and you will be looking at your physical body as it's sleeping. And that's you, a that's a really really fascinating yeah. experience. I can I can I can you know I can totally you know you know think about it. Although I haven't had that experience. So is it is it the astral projection that you're talking about the energy body going out? Well, yeah. If you if you want to use like spiritual language, then yes, that's what people call astral projection because it it totally feels like that. So it's mm-hmm. you know if you, if you approach this from a scientific viewpoint, then this is a special lucid dream that so it's out of body experience type of lucid dream but if you if you look at it from a metaphysical point of view then this is astral projection yes so how long does that last you know and you know how long have you been able to hold your astral projection or continue in the state of lucid dreaming interestingly uh, lucid dreams are easier to hold i think so that and hard to say the exact length because in the dream it can feel hours and then you wake up and check your alarm clock and maybe it was only 20 or 30 minutes yeah so, i wanted to ask i wanted to ask that question as well why does that happen you know any any particular <clears throat> reason or why well we we don't know enough how the brain works but in in the dream state it's it's such a an, an altered state of uh, I, I don't even know how, how I don't really know how it's it just feels different so there you can have the experience of having perhaps even multiple days or, or hours and and it can be seconds in wakeful life when you wake up there's a distortion there mm-hmm. even even in the dream state you know how did you reach there you know, people don't really remember how are they in that particular place. But in lucid dreaming, you have that awareness where you understand that you are dreaming, right? That makes lucid dreaming different from dreaming. Yes, um, sometimes you can keep your lucidity all the way through the dream. Sometimes you're lucid, you become lucid and your lucidity will increase and you, you get even more self-awareness and then you remember 
for your dream tasks that you had that you wanted to try in the lucid dream let's say you wanted to fly you wanted to access an old memory or you wanted to summon a person and ask something so sometimes you remember these when you have good awareness you remember these and your lucidity goes up but sometimes what happens is that you have a lucidity and and uh, the dream is offering you a story and you engage with it and you engage too much and you forget that you were lucid and then your dream awareness goes like that and and then you were lucid but then maybe moments later you forgot that you were lucid and you end up in a regular unconscious dream and then you wake up and it's like oh i, I was lucid for like three seconds and and i lost it so it can go like that or like that oh i know good that you told me you know that happens as well you know So the brain itself want, wants to catch you, similar to our thoughts as well, right? That keep, we keep dwindling between past and future and you know, that, that would happen in the dream as well, where that would feed us a lot of information and you know, where we go and you know, become subtle. So once you come out of these lucid dreaming states, do you remember everything about what you dreamt? Uh, sometimes the lucid dream is so long that that you forget many details because these lucid dreams can be really intense like sensations and emotions can be much more amplified than than what you can have in real life and and sometimes there's too much information and you can only remember part of it sometimes you, you remember really really long stories and and make a like a two page dream journal so it's always different and uh, meditation really helps to to keep your awareness in the dream that's mm. another reason why we should do meditation and and uh, whenever you become lucid uh, one of the most important thing is actually i think it's still the first thing that you should treat you should do once you become lucid is to to solidify the dreaming awareness it's it's called anchoring or deepening the lucid state so for example you become lucid and before jumping into the fun you you stop and and keep self reflecting almost like you keep meditating in the lucid dream that leads to dream yoga as well which is another fascinating thing so so you stop and let's say you you rub your hands together and and that somehow solidifies your awareness and you you keep reminding yourself in the lucid dream that okay this is my dreaming body i must keep my my self awareness so and then you do something and again you keep keep reinforcing that okay i'm in a lucid dream i must keep my self awareness and you should do that every time wow that that's really, really interesting do you, do you you know this dream yoga thing that you mentioned you know is it about like a proper yoga fitness exercise that you do or you know what is it well uh, it comes from buddhism and the whole point of dream yoga is to use the dream state to realize the the illusory nature of reality it's about realizing the real nature of the mind so it becomes spiritual at that point and uh, there are dream yoga techniques in which you transmute your experiences so for example for example you can like enlarge yourself and then shrink yourself and and split yourself into two so all these kinds of things that uh, it, they all meant to show you that the whole existence is kind of um, 
within consciousness or, or within the mind and and to realize that we can change anything and that even physical life is is more uh, malleable so and 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 if if you do that in the dream state then you will be able to approach all, all your uh, psychological problems as well and and your um, you know with your arguments with other people in wakeful life because when let's say you have um, like if there's a bad situation with, with someone in, in wakeful life then you will be more likely to, to stop and self-reflect and and have a, a higher perspective of the situation and and not get drawn into the drama emotionally because you've done these uh, mind loosening techniques in dream yoga and then you will be more flexible in re in real life in wakeful life as well so you can detach from the situation easier so there's a huge benefit in in the dream yoga techniques wow interesting i've never heard of dream yoga before thanks thanks for thanks for that information that would be really helpful the the other thing is that you know i've also heard that people go inside their dreams and find a solution to a problem that they have been struggling in their you know you know awake life the natural life as well and you know is is there something like this where you got you are able to access your subconscious and get something out from the subconscious and apply it in the real world yes the subconscious can give you answers in so many ways and in ways you didn't expect so so many times you get maybe you ask something from the dream state or uh, from the dream awareness or depending on your belief systems or on a guide or a higher self it's it's really up to you and and many times or most times you don't get the answer as you expect you know some sometimes the answer is uh a, a new scenery building up around you and and somehow it it turns on your intuition and and you have like an like an insight so it's not like you get like a direct message as someone tells you something and it, it can happen as well sometimes but but many times you get like an insp- like a super inspiration that you just know what your next step is what what you want to do you know or mm-hmm. or for example for with me like um this is one of my in the early days i remember that uh, i didn't know if i should move abroad or not and and the dream showed me two scenarios one staying where i was and staying in that job and that, in that lifestyle and and after that it it showed me like what would be like if i made a different decision so i had these going parallel next to each other and and from there i kind of relived possible futures in a way and that really helped me to you know to decide so so it can happen that way or mm-hmm. or that i don't know i have many examples it's i don't know how much time we have can we can we also travel to our our past and like you said the future was there is it also possible to go into your past and look at what had happened in a much deeper way mhm well I'm not saying that that was the actual future, you know. It was just probably my subconscious idea of the future. But in the past, you can travel in, I think, with more certainty in a way that you can access memories which which you didn't 
which you forgot or, or don't consciously remember. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so that way it's traveling into the past in that sense that yes, you can access memories and whether you can actually travel in the past, that's a, it's a very spiritual question. So, you know, have you, you know, you have a lot of students and a lot of people get training from you on the lucid dreaming. And uh, since we are approaching the end of this course, if our listeners want to approach you and want to learn these steps in a very basic way, how, how do they do that? Do you, do you have these online courses somewhere and how do we approach you? Yes, yeah, so I believe um, we're going to put some links in the description under this podcast and uh, I think they should go with those links that will be they will be directed to whichever websites is currently hosting my webs on my courses um, I have a few courses I have the beginner course the more advanced course about the auto body experience and I've got two more courses which uh, which which also about psychology and one more metaphysical and yes they should check out those links and uh, they can get in touch with me via Facebook or my website. I do Skype mentoring. So yeah, these are the ways. What, what, should, what should my audience expect out of after they do their course? Do you sort of guide them in the right way to have that lucid dreaming experience or does it come with a certification of a guarantee that they will get to see the lucid dreams? <laughs> well, uh, there are students who told me after like two days that they become lucid just from the first two days and everyone's brain is different so sometimes that can happen but that's not a guarantee for for most people I think they need to go through the training so in the courses contain everything they need to know there, there's theory and there's practice and there's a training plan and they should have they should follow the training plan because it's for most people this is a new function of the brain so we need to teach the brain and according to uh, statistics learning a new habit can take between one month and two months for for a skill to become so embedded that it becomes second nature so mm-hmm. so the learning curve can be anything from three days to to two months and there's a training everything is in the training there are guided meditations there are steps for for your morning for your afternoon for your evening so you just follow those steps and do the work and you can become a sounds, lucid dreamer sounds quite comprehensive peter maybe i'll get one of those and get some free counseling from you once in a while <laughs> yeah you should definitely try yeah yeah i i meditate quite a bit you know i've been meditating for more than three years now and you know i once you talk about the stillness of the mind i know what clear mind it is you know what is it all about and then it tends to get a little bit of a boring once you're too much aware about the surrounding and not dwindling between the past and the future but you know i'll definitely have a look into the courses and see overall net net peter you know thank you for coming to the show i'm gonna quickly do a summary of what we have learned and then we will take the, take the closing remarks from you so listeners you know what what peter mentioned was that lucid dreaming is for everybody it's just that every brain is different every person is just different but it's definitely worth a try and lucid dreaming seems to be a sort of a tool to venture inside your mind and figure out the complexities of the mind and figure out a new world altogether
overall what we see is that meditation again becomes a very important tool in terms of uh, in terms of getting inside your awareness be it, be it in the awake state or being in the dream state both the places the more aware or more attentive we become to our thoughts either in the dream state or in the awake state makes a lot of a difference with that we would like to say goodbye to peter peter any closing remarks that you would you know any words of wisdom that you would like to tell our listeners yeah yeah i think that i would like to encourage everyone to meditate because it has so many benefits uh, meditation that it we just it's it's amazing yeah if if you really learn to meditate it's amazing and if you do that then lucid dreaming is just one step one easy step from meditation and uh, yeah the second thing is about lucid dreaming is really once once you get a taste of it that's when you can really really realize that how amazing this tool is for for looking into your subconscious mind and learning about yourself so so for self improvement lucid dreaming is fantastic super peter it was pleasure talking to you it was a great learning experience thanks for coming to thinking psychologist yeah thanks for inviting me thanks bye thanks bye